The following commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02119. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3241, or you can email radio at bnntv.org. I'm back, Boston. Again, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom, and the name of this show is from the trenches, baby. Observation from the trenches. You're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM. Again, WBCA 102.9, 102.9 FM. I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. The name of this program is from the trenches, baby. Observation from the trenches. Where I speak about things that I see, putting out the atmosphere, a different take. Again, something you, something, something, something for you to consider, you know. Today, I'm going to speak about corporate-owned media is here to influence what we believe and how we think. I just want to talk about corporate-owned media. Its primary purpose is to influence what we believe and how we think. And the reason why I want to speak about this, is this subject, we are seeing firsthand, right, the power of corporate-owned media. Think about your uh, host there on your newscast, be it CNN, ABC, you name it. They're nice people, but they're just regurgitating filtered down news that's given to them to read. What do I mean by that? <clears throat> if we look at the issue over there in Palestine, all right, what occurred October 7, no one would condone. Nope, 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 nope. But what it doesn't show us, what our corporate media does not show us, right, how did it get there? What made those individuals, right, respond that way? It doesn't show you how the, how the Palestinians are being treated day in, week out, month out, year out. It doesn't show you the treatment, how they're being treated. All we're shown by corporate media, right, is the reaction. Because corporate media is not over there, right? Seven days a week, 365 to see how the Israelis are treating them, treating the Palestinians. And for more information on that, you can read a book by President uh, Jimmy Carter that is entitled Palestine, Peace or Apartheid. Again, for more information, you can read by President Jimmy Carter, Palestine, Peace or Apartheid. And in reading that piece by President uh, Carter, it's bad. The way they are being treated in their own land, their own homeland, is despicable. You're talking about human rights violation? It's worse than that. They reminded me of how black Americans treated in this country before civil rights. And even now, we still are somewhat uh, uh, devalued. But before Dr. King got out there and started to fight for a new deal, for a new reality for American-born blacks, we had no due process under the law. We had no process, no protection under the law. With the Palestinian, same thing. No due process, no protection under the law by the, by the Israeli. Okay? They were restricted in what they can do, where they can go. So were we. Okay? They could be, they are, and we were being murdered at will with impunity. So are they. Nothing could come into the ghetto unless pewed by the white community. Same over there in Palestine. And you had no rights that the Palestinians had to respect. The Palestinians have no right that the Jewish community had to respect. Well, native-born Americans, Adolf, Americans and the slaves, we had no rights that any white man in this country had to respect. Mm-mm-mm. And so all kind of atrocities were committed against us. No media coverage, no, no outrage, right? no coverage. And because over there in Palestine, 
the, the Israeli control all the electricity, they don't even have, have access to the internet to get out images that show, right, the inhumane treatment. All we see is when they finally do strike the Israelis, right, killing them. But it doesn't show what led up to that. It doesn't show when they're being murdered or victimized or degraded or denigrated. Corporate-owned media, once this thing occurred on October 7th, kicked in the full bloom. All you kept seeing, right, was the mayhem, the carnage, and death and destruction caused by Hamas. And by the way, through my research, you can also research yourself, Hamas, right, was created by the Israelis. Uh, Representative uh, 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 Ron Paul said, all right, Hamas is the Israeli creation. They used to fund their schools, all right, parks, mosques, etc. When they wanted them to undermine, right, the PL, the PLA was standing for Pal- Palestinian Liberation Army. But that was fat. So again, but now they're terrorists. It's somewhat ironic that the court media, right, has locked onto the word, right, terrorist, Hamas. But in my research, the Palestinian is Hamas. They are Hamas uh, 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 individuals. And say, they say, no, we are not against the Palestinian. We're just against Hamas and terrorism. They're one and the same. Because you're on these people's land. You're taking these people to land by force with the help of America's, what, arms, bombs, planes, bullets, etc. And corporate media, media, the only image that they project is that you're a terrorist. That you're an Arab, lunatic terrorist that might be beheading people, killing babies, killing women but does not show when the Israelis, because of the occupation, and these folks on homeland are doing the same thing to them, which leads up to the leads up to these, you know, counter insurgent insurgent movement when they strike back. And what I have come away with this time for the first time in my life, I'm 70, 70, 70 years of age now. And for, well, last 50 years, when these kind of eruption would happen, you know, you didn't pay me the attention to it. No, no, at least I didn't, right? I never researched as to how God started, how the state of Israel was created, who brought it there. I never really got into, you know, the nuts and bolts of why these folks fighting. And this time I'm reading on my own. This time I'm researching on my own. And one of the things that I've come to realize, the Jewish community has a very powerful lobby. A very powerful lobby. And for more information on that, you can read the Israeli lobby and U.S. foreign policy. And you will see just how powerful they are. Anyone who does not agree, all right, to co-sign anything for Israel or the Jewish community is labeled anti-Jewish or anti-Semitic. And your political career is ruined. For more, for more information on that, you can read the Israeli lobby. And I was watching the program this weekend for those who are running for uh, president against President Trump. There's some Jewish uh, uh, affair and you would have thought, right, they was all trying to outdo each other on just how uh, supportive they were of Israel. You thought that, A, none of them could be objective, and they were not. And as I thought about this year over my lifespan, having watched different, different uh, political contests, be it the president, be it for senator or for 
congressperson. When it comes to that one state, which, by the way, Britain should have never, ever, ever agreed to put that state there in Palestine, given that there's already folks there. Should have never done that. But when you listen to these folks, right, I've never heard anyone in my 50 years of listening to these debates, be it for president, Senate, or Congress, ever, 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 ever have anything negative to say about the state of Israel. About the state of Israel. And the shield they use, the words they use, is these two. Does not she have a right to exist? And does she, have, does she not have a right to protect herself? As I've come into heightened, heightened awareness by doing my own reading, own research, the question should be the answer to both of those. Does not the Palestinian have the right to their land? Does not the Palestinian have the right to their land? Because if you are not on what if you are not on what, what belongs to me, if the Jewish community was not on what belonged to the Palestinian, the question of your right to exist would never would, would be a mute a mute point. The question of you defending yourself would also be a mute point. Because why? You wouldn't be on what belongs to me. But because you're on what belongs to me, it's where the friction comes in. Because there's no answer for this here dilemma. How can you remove, right, people that you allowed, that you brought there intentionally to build a homeland on other folks' land, and they have now developed, cultivated, you know, built probably temples, universities, you know, settlements, marketplaces, you know, clubs, schools. How are you going to uh, dislodge those people? from this place. You can't. And especially when the Palestinians, right, are not willing to embrace a two-state solution. And from my reading, right, from the, from, from, from the get-go, the Jewish elite never wanted a two-state. They wanted Palestine all for themselves. But the United Nations, back in 1948, you know, when they carved up Palestine, said, it's going to be for Jews, it's going to be for the Palestinians. Whose bright idea was that? Whose bright idea was that? And so, the past is affecting our future. The past is affecting our present. And a ceasefire is not going to make this here any better. Even if that uh, leader of, of Israel were to halt, you know, this here genocide, the problems still remain. You're on my stuff. You're on my land. But our corporate media never shows you or informs us, right, why these folks outrage or outrage, why these folks are willing, right, to go to the carpet to keep fighting. And so they hide behind these things like Hamas and terrorism, or terrorism. But in actuality, you are slaughtering and displacing Palestinians off their land, all because the United States have become your provider and protector, it's trained you in army to the teeth, and the Palestinians don't have nothing to throw back at you. And matter of fact, when they say, well, we at war, at war with who? Guerrilla fighters? Because if they had an army, right, they, they'd be out there fighting you up and up. They have tanks like you, just like you. Rockets like you, they don't have that. And so our corporate media, all they can do and trying to persuade how we think and believe is paint these people, right, as lunatics, right, that they are, have been devalued as human beings. That sounds like what they did to black Americans, Adels, American, American descendant slaves, as I identify as in this here quest to dehumanize us, right? You must what? Strip these folks of their humanity. Well, that's what happened to American, American blacks over in America. 
And from my reading, image I'm getting, that's what's occurring over there in Palestine, which has been occurring the last 50, 60 years. But because our corporate media is not there to show you on a daily basis how the Israeli Jews are treating these people, all we saw was once they erupted. Oh, they're killing women and children. Well, you've been doing it all alone too. To subjugate these people is what you've been doing to them. That's why President Carter, for more information, you know, if you read his, 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 his work, you know, that's why he called it, right, apartheid. Because what's being done to the Palestinians is not humane. And all we got to go on is what corporate media, corporate media shows us. Because they are to influence what we believe and how we think. And we've made the whole Middle East, the whole Arab, 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 Arab community, a bunch of what? Bloodthirsty, beheading terrorists. Every word that comes out describing the community over there, they're terrorists. But we never understand, right, from them why they're fighting. And we hear from our State Department or some other so-called expert on foreign affairs, but we never actually hear from them. What is it that got you ticked off? What is it that got you upset? What are you fighting for? And it appears to me, from my reading, that America has allowed, allowed the, the Israelis to drive its foreign policy. Because well, if you really think about it, if you really think about it, <clears throat> we really got no business over there. Even the late congressman, Ron Paul, said that. He said, we have no business being over there in the Middle East. We got no business being a protector for Israel. Because why? We get nothing out of the deal. We really get nothing out of that deal. Our security is not really built or needed from Israel for us to be safe and secure. We have one of the most lethal killing machines in the world, the United States Armed Forces. So she really don't provide anything for us. No oil. You know, maybe they can, you know, have uh, ammunition dumps over there, you know, for future conflicts. But you really think about it, you really know the state of Israel don't do anything for us. As Ron Paul said, you know, Ron Paul, Ron Paul, Ron Paul Sr., he's a Congress, congressperson, he said, hey, we should allow her to stand on her own, stop giving her all these three or four billion dollars a year. She don't need it. We don't do it to no other nation but her. That's all lobbying, baby. That's all lobbying. And we get nothing in return. He also said we shouldn't be there. And I totally agree. And in fact, our presence have done more to destabilize that region than anything else. My belief. Our presence have done more to destabilize the Middle East than anything else. Because all we've shown is favoritism. All we have shown is favoritism. That we will back this this state, in my opinion, in my it's my belief. That never ever should have been never never should have been created on other folks' land. That we will back her regardless. And the Arab uh, community sees the bias in that. And so we have done more to destabilize the Middle East than anything else. And our corporate media does not give us a true picture of what we're doing and why folks don't particularly care for us. They don't care. They don't care for Israel, but they don't. don't but they, they don't care for us either. And I believe, it's my belief, if America had not been the big brother, or the sole provider or uh, enforcer behind Israel, maybe they would have worked out some kind of pre, some kind of peace by now. Because in order to survive, she'd have, she'd have had to right coexist with the other Arab nation there. But because we're there and we can arm and supply her, that's why 
she can take positions that she wouldn't have that she would not have taken if we was not her backer. And so, but our corporate media, corporate media, corporate media, media does not show us, right, the true image of what's going on over there. All we see is when these folks retaliate, but does not show you what led up to that. Nobody is condoning, right, October 7th. I'm not. I'm sure I'm not. But I understand now in context, right, this has been going on since 1930s. When they first dropped off this community on these folks' land, they had to use violence to displace the Palestinians. And when you really think about it, when I really think about it, what we engage in now, right, is ethnic cleansing. So you're going to destroy, you know, these folks' homes, and you're going to tell them, you better leave now. And our country and our government is okay with that. And they hide behind these two phrases. Does she not have a right to exist? And does she not have a right to protect herself? Well, knowing what I know now, does the Palestinians not have a right to their land? Do we not have a right to be treated as human beings and not be in an apartheid state? With no, self, with no say-so, no due process under law, no rights at all. So it's like you are kept captive in your own homeland. Do we do they do they have the right to fight for something different? I think so. I know I know we would. I know we would. And I think at its core, the corporate media has failed to inform America about the real deal over there. And so all we ever see is once the Palestinians strike out. We just see that act. But we never see the acts that lead up to that. Because all behavior has meaning. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you doing what you're doing? So today I'm talking about corporate media. Its sole purpose is to influence what we believe and how we think. It's propaganda in a nutshell. Propaganda. And nowhere, nowhere more is that evident than what you see going over there now in Palestine. And it's being framed in such a way as, no, we're just ridding the world of terrorists. No, you're ridding this section of, 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 of the community of its rightful owners, the Palestinians. You're ridding them of the rightful owners, whereby in the end, you can take charge of their land, more of their land. That's what you're doing with the backing of the United States. And the United States, from my perspective, is just as guilty of genocide as the, as the Israelis are. Why, Larry? Because why? You're funding, you're training, you're arming this community to slaughter the Palestinians. All under the banner of she has the right to protect herself and the right to exist. And I also came to understand, right, this term from the river to the sea. What that means is you're on our land. So if you were not, if you were not on, on our land, that phrase will have no meaning. You're on their land from the river to the sea that you've, ta- that you've taken by force. So if anybody came in your house and took your stuff, right, I believe that you'd be fighting for as long as you and your heirs were living. You want back what's yours. That's why I've come to believe, doing my own reading, my own research, right? There is no solution here. Because what America has offered is what the same thing Britain offered back in the 30s, a two-state solution. The Palestinians did not want it then, and the Jews never wanted it either. They wanted all of Palestine. And now, with the, with the backing and the help of the United States, that might come into fruition. And so when we look back 
in time, America's going to be guilty of, of contributing to genocide, along with Britain and these other white, white nations that support this here. And also, think about this here, neighbor. Have anybody ever thought about what happened to Iraq? How's life in Iraq? So you were there, this place, that community, killed hundreds of thousands of people, all chasing behind what? What was weapons of mad destruction? And come to find out, you know, who had a lot of influence in that? The, the Israeli lobby. And saying to America that Iraq is a problem. Because why? She might have a problem with Iraq, but we didn't have a problem with, 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 with Iraq. She was not part of 9-11. Because this, this community lobby has such a great influence on our politician. Once they put the spotlight on you and say you are a terrorist or you're sponsoring terrorists or whatever, all of a sudden, our president, our military leaders, uh, senators and congresspeople, all of a sudden now, they start to swallow this stuff hook, line, and sinker. And we never actually talk to the people that we're demonizing to see what's the problem here. Why are you upset? Why are you upset with Israel? You know, what's going on here? And so we just take her her her, her uh, word at face value, or or like those who lobby for her at face value, and we end up a in our mind, we start wrapping our mind on the wrong people or the wrong country, or because this country Israel says says that's the seed that these are terrorists and they're sponsoring terrorists. But isn't it funny? They're saying the same thing about America. We are state sponsored terrorists by sponsoring Israel. Which means you can't you cannot win that argument. So here we are again, here we are again, spending billions of dollars, billions of dollars, right? I think it's sixty billion for uh Ukraine, forty billion for Israel. She don't need our money. The weapon she has now is enough, right, to finish our now lady Gaza. She don't need no more of our weapons and no more of our money. And in fact, as a taxpayer in America, right, I don't co-sign that. I come to find out, even under President Obama, President Obama administration, they gave her $38 billion over 10 years. With a amount of about, what, $3.8 million a year? $3.8 billion a year of our tax money and our military uh, uh arms. And I also come to realize why in all those little contests you had with different Arab countries, right? I now understand why she always won. Because why? She's been trained, right, funded, and equipped by the most lethal fighting force on the earth, America. Well, who's training the Palestinian? Nobody. A guerrilla warrior can't 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 deal with a tank or a missile, or a jet fighter. Your little uh, M16 can't do nothing against a tank. So when you think about it, it's like going to a gunfight with a knife. It's like the Palestinians come to, to a gunfight with a knife. It's slaughter. And so all you're doing, all we're seeing, is seeing firsthand the slaughter of a whole group of people. And we're going to be held, held accountable for that. Once this dust, dust settle, right, if I was the uh, Palestinian, I would bring America along with Israel, along with uh, Britain, all of them, up on war crimes. On war crimes. And you might want to throw the UN in there because the UN approved this here, uh, slicing up of Palestine, in 1948 when it a, approved the state of Israel. So it also bears the responsibility of this here nightmare that is going on. But our corporate media has failed to deliver sound, unbiased reporting because they don't report to us how the Palestinians are living every day under apartheid, under 
is, is really occupation. And the Palestinians are not allowed to get out videos to show the hypocrisy, you know, the terror that they are going through week in, month out, year in, year out. So all we see is when they finally do mount an attack, we just see the carnage from that attack. But we never see as American, right? What led up to that? All we hear, terrorists, they're killing women and babies. Terrorists, they're barbaric. Oh, they're despicable. They're terrible. They're prejudiced. Oh, they're just terrorists. And so in our mind, the court media, media want, we want us to feel that we are ridden the earth of more terrorists. But isn't it funny? The word terrorist did not come, did not come about until we start going over there to the Middle East, messing other folks' business. Messing other folks' business. Think about that, neighbor. Think about that. Terrorists didn't come about until we came into the Middle East, putting our nose, as a con- Congressperson Ron Paul said, and stuff that did not belong, did not, that really did not uh, belong to us. We're not business. We're not business. Again, I'm your, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. You listen to WBCA 102.9. Listen to WBCA 102.9. Name of the show from the trenches, baby. Observation from the trenches, from the trenches. I'm just speaking about corporate owned media. Its primary purpose to me is to influence what we believe and what we think. I'll say again, corporate owned media, its primary purpose is to influence what we believe and what we think. Because there's always somebody going to benefit from that. And we're witnessing right now in this genocide, the work of corporate media. Whether you watch NC, uh, CNN, Fox News, ABC, NBC, does not matter. They all are showing you the same clips. They're all showing you the same clip on October 7th. That there is to dehumanize these people. But none of them showed us what led up to that. None of them. None of them showed us, right, how the Israelis have been treating the Palestinians day in, week out, month out, year out. They don't show you that. And their lobby makes sure that our politician, right, are like spineless, spineless wimps. When they come in those, um, uh, those, those groups, session, session, they're there, but they're lobbying for the Jewish community. You better get in line and say what I want you to say. If you want to keep your career and keep your nice cushy, cushy job. All you hear the word, communist, no, no, no. Terrorists, they're barbaric. Terrorists, dehumanizing. Terrorists, despicable. Terrorists. But they never show what led up to October 7th or any of those situations. They never show you the inhumane treatment those folks are being subjected to. That's why I say, after reading this stuff, you know, remind me what black American wasn't doing then and now in America. The white man had no had, he had the, the Negro had no right that the white man had to respect. That's just fact. Had no right. My community had no right that the white community had to respect. We had no due process under the law. Was not was not protected by the law. We could we could, we could only live here, live there. Highly police. That's that's Palestine. And. That's their country. That's their land. So imagine being a prisoner, not a second or third rate, but a no-rate citizen in your own country. Imagine that. What you going to do? What would you do? I liken it to if America said today, these 40 million Edos, America more blacks, we're going to take them over to Nigeria, drop them off over there in the capital. We're going to supply them and arm them, okay, as we displace you. Would that community stop fighting for, for, for what's theirs back? Would it stop fighting for it? The answer is no. No. If somebody came to your house, put in a neighbor or anybody, and going to supply them and arm them to displace and, re- to displace and replace you, are you ever going to stop fighting and get your stuff back? The answer is no. It was one of the most asinine decisions 
that white leadership has ever made was creating the state of Israel. It's my belief. Come to your, your own conclusion. Religion aside, when Jesus come, he'll deal with it. Let, when he come, he'll deal with that. But it's straight up on just simple common sense. Who would put somebody in somebody's house knowing they already, they already lived there? Who? Nobody do that nonsense. But that's why we're here. But one thing about propaganda, anything can be sold if you frame it and package it right. And here, right, the Israeli lobby, right, has always framed it as we the victim, we won't live in peace, but we're being terrorized, we're alive. But the corporate media, but our corporate media never shows us how they're treating these people. Never show you that. Oh, it shows you when they erupt. When they erupt. But never what led up to that. Because if they did, you and I would be erupting too. Because why? You're killing my women, children, every day, every month of the year. No due process. Because why? I've been dehumanized. I'm just a terrorist. I'm just a uh, a Muslim, you know, knife wheeling, beheading, right, demon. In a way, it's like here in America with black Americans. All you see on the news, be it 6 a.m., noontime, 6 p.m., 11 p.m., is what black folks, what? Being what? Lawless. Because why? It adds to the dehumanization of them. America be okay if it was not for them. It would just act right, be right. They had to talk about black, about, about uh, black, 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 black lives matter when they started up there acting out, burning down stuff, looting. But nobody never said, okay, what led up to this? What was going on in this community that these people felt that outrageous. What was going on that, that produced that spirit of presentation? All this is the criminals, 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 law, lawbreakers, lawbreakers. We need some law and order help. <clears throat> and the same can be thought of over there in Palestine. It's easy to de demonize people that you don't care for. And what's ironic to me What you're seeing in Mahmoud, in Mahmoud, just my belief, is color race hatred. White supremacy is built on color race hatred. He had these white European Jews, right, situated over there with all these brown, dark skinned Arabs, Muslim. And you got to paint the picture whereby we just find living peace with them. But they're terrorizing us. So we got to do what we got to do to protect ourselves. Forget this on, forget this their land. Forget that part. Forget that part. We got to protect ourselves. And so these folks have been demonized as the villains. Because the corporate, corporate media never shows you, right, what precipitated the eruption, the eruption or the explosion. It just shows you the explosion. And the first sign of propaganda is to make sure all people of importance say the same thing. They're shooting rockets into Israel. 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 But never show you what Israel is doing to them. Never show you the apartheid condition that they're living in in their land now. That's their home. That's gonna put let's put Jesus, I put Jesus to the side. Put Jesus aside. Let him deal when he come back. Let Jesus, let Jesus, let Jesus, let Jesus take care of that part when he come back. But just as earthly people, if anybody come in your house and took your stuff, you're not gonna go quietly during the night. You're not gonna go quietly about you're not gonna go quietly for that. You know, now they tell like, you know, another group now, you know, Hezbollah. Hezbollah. Another, another group, terrorist group. Terrorist group. I, I got no problem with them. Why? I'm not messing with them. We ain't messing with them. 
And if we weren't there, they would not have a problem with us. And like Congressperson Ron Paul said, we shouldn't be there. <clears throat> if we were not in that part of the world, right, we would not be caught up in this mess that we cannot fix. All we can contribute to, right, is mass genocide through our weapons. Those are our bombs. Those are our tanks, people. Those are our tanks rolling through Gaza. Our United States tanks, our missiles, our jets, our stealth bombers, they don't stand a chance. And for cover, all they can say, does she not have a right to defend herself? Does she not have a right to exist? Well, knowing what I know now, my response is, do I not have a right to my land? Do I not have a right to get back what's mine? Do I not have, do I not have that right? And for more information about that, I understand now why President Jimmy Carter wrote, right, Palestine, peace or apartheid. I understand it now. He lays it out, how they're being treated. He lays it out that Israel don't want no, no peace. They don't want no peace. They don't want that. They want it all. They want it all. They want it all. And so when the smoke clears, okay, America's going to be just as guilty as the Israelis. Just as guilty. Along with Britain, all these other so-called uh, white Western company, uh, countries. Just as guilty. Nobody would stand by and allow what's there to be taken and go quietly in the night. Once Britain decided to bring this community to Palestine, it was doomed. It was doomed. And we have spent in 75 years of my tax money and yours, $260 billion. $260 billion. It's not counting the 40, $40 billion they're going to get that printed Biden. Got on the books now for forty billion. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? No disrespect to Israel, but we they, she's not needed for our safety, y'all. She's not needed for our security. Not at all. Not at all. So we're gonna let one tiny state cause all this carnage over there. Because she never should have been put there. That's the elephant in the room that nobody wants to admit. She never should have been put there. And you can read it for yourself for more information. If you read the Israeli lobby and U.S. foreign policy, read it for yourself. It's amazing what that the lobby, the Jewish lobby, has distracted for this 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 state, for Israel, on the on the taxpayers' dime. It's absolutely. Absolutely amazing. In that reading, the author lays out this here. And keep in mind, this book was written in 2008. That's 15 years ago, 2008. He said, based on the amount that we gave Israel, right, it came out to $500 per person. So based on the billion dollars, the billion dollars, billion dollars that, that we gave Israel, it came to about $500 per person. Based on what we gave Haiti, it came out to $5 per person. Think about it. Who needs our help more, Israel or Haiti? I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to ask the question. So you're going to give this country what amount to $500 per person, and they don't need it, because he also said in that, in that uh, writing, that they receive over $2 billion, $2 billion, $2 billion a year from private donation, from private donation. So Haitian don't receive that from private donation. So you're going to get in what amount to $500, $500 per head for Israeli, for the Haitian, $5? But I'll tell you why. Why supremacy and its core is built on color, race, hatred. That's right. Color, race, hatred. 
And we need to just accept that fact. And what you're seeing right now over in Palestine, it's my belief, come you come to a conclusion, is color race hatred that these white European Jews are inflicting upon these folks of color, these brown folks. They are doing to Palestine what Germany did to them. My belief, come to your conclusion. They are doing to the Palestinians what the Germans did to them. And just like the German had an excuse why they did it, well, their fashion is around, do not have a right to protect myself. Do I not not have a right to exist? And my responsibility, do not have a right to my land. Do not have a right to what's mine. To be free in my land. We didn't send it to you. They dropped you off here. We didn't tell you to come back here. Britain brought you here. Against our will. So again, do I not have a right to live in peace on what's mine, my land, our land? The answer is yes. But because the lobby and our own politician has, has fashioned this umbrella of excuses, right to protect myself and don't have the right to exist, right? And terrorists, they're terrorists, Hamas are terrorists, just to justify slaughter. To justify and rationalize dehumanize these people as barbaric. What you witness is neighbor, in a way, is why is how America came into existence. Through genocide. There was Native American. From Maine, clear, clear over to Seattle and everything in between. Native Americans there. All them folks had been what? Murdered. Terminated. Exterminated. They're gone. And what's left of them is over there on a reservation up there in Oklahoma somewhere. Now think about this here. This whole land was preoccupied. was preoccupied. Preoccupied. And we took this land, right, by force, by force. We killed all those people, men, women, and children. And what was left of them, we put them on on one of their mouths to a plantation or a reservation over in in Oklahoma somewhere. It's no different what's going on over there in Palestine. Now, how much money would it pay Egypt to take these people in? How much money did America have to pay Egypt to take these people in is the question. And President Biden said this here. In his budget, he is requesting $100 million in humanitarian aid for the Palestinians. And you pay attention. You're going to give Ukraine $60 billion, the perpetrator of this mass killing, and been displaced, Israel, 40 bit, 40 bit, 40 billion. Now we the taxpayer gotta turn around and shell out hundred million dollars, hundred million dollars in in, humani- in in humanitarian aid to what Israel is doing. But they pay nothing. They don't pay a cent towards nothing. So get this here. The people who who blew up the places, right? <laughs> who blew the folks who blew it up, right? <laughs> God help us. The folks who blow it up, right? They ain't got to pay nothing. They ain't got to pay nothing. But the folks here in America, the suckers, right? Sucker, sucker taxpayers, right? Sucker, sucker, sucker taxpayers got shit out an additional $100 million, right? In humanitarian aid for the Palestinians. Does that make sense? I'm just asking the question. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? But the folks, but the folks who causing these folks to be homeless, who blowing up their home, right, murdering them, don't pay anything. Does that make sense to you? That, that don't make no sense to me at all. But our corporate media, our corporate media, corporate media, 
None of them find nothing wrong with it. So the moral of the story, uh, people, you must read for yourself. You must research, research for yourself. I, for one, don't believe nothing that my president say, Congress say, Senate says. I sure don't believe corporate corporate media. The folks out there on the desk, right, reading the, reading the news, they're good people. But it's already been pre-filtered. So you got to make sure that you, A, read for yourself. Because why? You will be what? Bamboozle. Sucker. You've been had. Again, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. Name of the show, family, uh, family, wrong show. Name of the show, from the trenches, baby. I'm from the trenches. Observation from the trenches. Observation from the trenches. I've been talking about today, corporate-owned media is here to influence what we believe and what we think. It's here to influence what we, what we believe and what we think. And there's no better example than what's going over there in Palestine. But again, we're just as guilty as the as the Israelis. Those are our, our bombs. Those are our tanks, our ammunition. Those are our jet fighters. And as uh, Ron Paul said, we shouldn't even be there. He never lied. We have no business being over there in the Middle East at all, period. We've done nothing but cause more, more confusion, more hatred. We shouldn't be there. So again, hope you enjoyed this conversation. I'll be again next Wednesday to share some more thoughts from the trenches. And again, you know, uh, you got to read, people. You got to do your own research because corporate media has its own agenda. It is to influence what you think and what you believe. Because why? They pick winners and losers. And the losers here, the loser here is the American people. We're the losers here. Yes, Palestinians are paying a price. That's true. But the biggest loser here for the last 50 years has been the American people based on lies and deception. Because all they show you is the eruption. They never show us, right, what caused these people to react that way. And the cover, this here sinister, sinister, diabolical deception, they frame it as Hamas, the terrorists. We trying to rid the world of terrorists. Good luck to that. We should start with ourselves by getting out of the Middle East. Let's do that. By getting out of the Middle East. Because we don't belong there. We have no clue what we're doing. We do not belong over there whatsoever. Again, my thoughts. You may agree with some, you might not, but it's okay. It's putting a different spin on it. Because right now, we are seeing genocide, baby. Pure genocide. About the best I can say. That's all it is, genocide. But you got to read for yourself, people. You got to read for yourself. Because our government and our corporate media are all in this here together. So again, until next Wednesday, God bless you. Be safe. And you mean you got to read. You've been listening to WBCA 102.9 FM. Mr. WBCA 102.9 FM. I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. I'll see you next Wednesday. The preceding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network at 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass., 02119, attention WBCALP 102.9 FM. If you would like to arrange a time for your own commentary, call WBCA at 617-708-3241 or email us at radio at bnntv.org.